Hello, America. It's time for Uncle Sam Says, True Stories of Our Founding Fathers. It's condensed from the stories told on the radio program, Uncle Sam Says. Go to UncleSamSays.us and you can find them all. When Francis Scott Key wrote the poem, The Defense of Fort McHenry, that became our national anthem, he talked about the rocket's red glare. That glare was made by hundreds of what the British called 32-pound Congreve rockets. They made a tremendous roar and really lit up the sky when they were fired. They were designed to replace artillery and really did a number on the psyche of the enemy, but they were very ineffective as artillery. In fact, there were 1,000 men at Fort McHenry and after over 25 hours of um, bombardment with both the rockets and the huge mortar bombs, we lost only four killed and 25 wounded. The rockets' red glare and those bombs bursting in air were all scare. The rockets had been invented about 15 years earlier, and England had used them with some success because they looked and sounded so spectacular. But soon all their enemies caught on that they were really pretty ineffective, and so the British stopped using them. Those British ships were over a mile away out in the bay. Those bombs were a very good idea, and when they worked right, they were pretty effective. They were huge mortars and required specially built bomb ship to fire them. The mortar itself weighed in at over 17,000 pounds. The additional reinforcement required under the gun to absorb the tremendous downward recoil of the mortar was another 4,000 pounds. The bombs themselves were over 200 pounds with an explosive charge of about 7 pounds of gunpowder. Those bombs were fused. First, the gunner determined how far the target was, and from that he could figure out how long the bomb would be in flight. He then timed the fuse to blow up the bomb just before it hit the ground. Whenever it all worked together, the above-ground blast would kill everyone within a huge radius. They fired nearly 1,800 bombs at the fort. Some, they simply did not blow up. Some exploded way too soon. And some did not come near the fort and some just blew big craters in the ground. One actually landed on the fort's powder magazine, but did not explode. Since only four soldiers were killed at Fort McHenry, you can see it was a very hard way to figure the exact length of that fuse. The Congreve rockets were a lot of fun because they looked like a lot of fireworks. That's just about what they were good for, too. They really screamed as they flew and they left a fiery red trail in the sky that you thought was coming right at you. Their warhead was a little more than a giant firecracker. Fort McHenry was safe and soon the British ships stopped using those brilliant and terrifying but very ineffective weapons. Just a side note, those bomb ships did find a good use. Since their hulls had been so heavily reinforced to handle the mortars, 
The British figured they'd be good for Arctic and Antarctic explorations where a heavy hull was needed to protect them from pack ice. One of the ships used at the Battle of Fort McHenry was named Erebus. They named the famous volcano in Antarctica after their ship, Mount Erebus. Most folks think their ship was named after the volcano. Not so. The volcano was named after their ship. Hey, thanks for listening. Until next time, remember, you're learning the truth. Tell your friends. Speak with boldness and keep your powder dry.